Hello, Pastor Steve Waldron with Biblical Archaeology Today. I am so grateful you're here with us. I am so thankful to be your host. We're going to be looking at some extremely early papyrus finds of the New Testament. It's pretty interesting. Over the course of the last few weeks, we've done some uh, finds of Old Testament manuscripts, Dead Sea Scrolls and other evidences and proofs, much like people use the early church fathers, so-called, to, I know you think Burdon had like 86,000 plus quotes from them, to show, you know, not just Greek manuscripts, but other languages, and then quotes, obviously the scriptures had to exist, they were being used authoritatively. They do that in the Old Testament as well, with things such as the Mishnah and the Talmud, the different Jerusalem, Babylonian Talmud, and uh, the Tosefta and other early writings. Um, but this is just amazing how much and how early um, biblical manuscripts we have. So let's get started again. Thanks for being with us. One of the greatest finds is Oxyrhynchus. I'm not sure if I've done a podcast or two on it already. I've got full intentions I have it, but I may have we're at over 700 podcasts. I lose count because we also do New Life of Albany, Georgia over YouTube. And then they put it on Facebook. And man, we've got close to 4,500 videos over there. So I do lose track. So forgive me for that. We're on page 119 of the popular handbook of archaeology in the Bible by Holden and Geisler. And so the first couple are from the second century. This is the 100s A.D. And uh, the first is P109. And it has John 21, 18 through 20, and 23 through 25. Why that's significant, a lot of people think John was maybe the last gospel written and maybe as late as the 90s A.D. If so, you're just talking just a few decades. Here it is. And uh, that would come from Oxyrhynchus. And then P108 from the 2nd century. I think it's 108. Um, and it contains John 17, 23, and 24, and 18, 1 through 5. Both those are using, according to paleographers, 1st century exemplars that, you know, they were copying something and what they were looking at based on different paleographic characteristic, linguistic characteristics, would have come from the first century AD. Just, just different styles at different times. You can even get into more specifics than that, as a matter of fact. Next, we come to P1, Papyrus 1. It's the first one in our list we're looking at from the 3rd century, the 200s AD. But again, it's looking at a 1st century exemplar. And it has the genealogy of Jesus, Matthew 1, 1 through 9, also verses 12 and then 14 through 20. You can also get a copy of these. Phil Comfort's done a couple of great books, getting all the papyrus together, and you can get it in one volume. I did want to mention that. It's just great. P5 is from the 3rd century. This has portions of John 1, John 16, and John 20. So the resurrection account. P13, 
again from the 3rd century, 280, using a 1st century exemplar. Next several are just 1st century exemplars still. Has portions of Hebrews 2 through 5 and 10 through 12. Why that's significant is Hebrews was a disputed book over the course of centuries for various reasons. But also, like uh, Vaticanus ended at Hebrews 9. So to have this early witness, earlier, much earlier than Vaticanus, from 10 through 12 of Hebrews is very significant. And uh, next we come to P23 from the 200s, 3rd century, 1st century exemplar, James 1, 10 through 12, and 15 through 18. And uh, that's significant because Luther really didn't like the book of James. He called it the Epistle of Straw and did not want it part of the canon. And it did have some disputes as well. Looks like P21 from the 3rd century AD. The, P, the 21s under the P's are extremely small in this book. So I tried to go over it before I did this podcast, but even with that, I'm like, I just want to make sure. Um, so forgive me if they're off just a little. But I don't think they are. But they may be. <laughs> but this is from the 3rd century AD, the 200s, with a 1st century AD exemplar. And it's John 15, 25 through 16, 2, and then 21 through 32. A pretty good chunk. Now, Oxyrhynchus, people have different thoughts on its validity because I think Oxyrhynchus was a trash dump. So either they were under persecution, they were throwing it in the trash, or they didn't think these were the greatest manuscripts. But you can still learn a lot from them either way. And it does show that the Bible is widely circulated. Next is P90 from the 3rd century, 1st century exemplar. Portions of 1 Thessalonians 4 and 5 and 2 Thessalonians 1 and 2. A lot of good eschatological passages there. Next we come to P88. Again, the 3rd century, 200s AD. 1st century exemplar, Acts 18.27 through 19.6. This would be the Ephesian elders getting the Holy Ghost and that type thing. And then 12 through 16, the Sons of Sceva episode, I think, from memory. Next we come to P45, which is part of Chester Beatty 1. And Chester Beatty, very wealthy industrialist, who along with John Ryland would collect biblical manuscripts. I think Beatty, is he from Switzerland? I think they both ended up in the UK somehow. But this would be P45, 3rd century, 1st century AD exemplar, large portions of all four Gospels in Acts. So that's extremely significant because you've got these five books, just like we have them, being considered together and being circulated in the 200s AD. And again, there's writings, people like Clement of Rome and others, Quadratus and Irenaeus and Justin Martyr, that were quoting scripture before this time as well, so you can use them. So we're going to stop there, just so many more, but... 
just want to say, God bless you. Thank you for being with us. I didn't want to mention on this is Gospels and Acts, because even if you're getting into the 5th and 6th centuries, the 4th, 4 and 500s AD, 600s AD, it's just significance when you've got them in codices and unseals on vellum. This is papyrus, you know, paper, so to speak. So we're so thankful you're here with us. You may want to make a notebook or a journal of things that you find interesting every day. Just jot it down. You don't have to, but, you know, it may help you. Just like, wow, yeah, where was that at? Four to six months, you're just going to have some massive thing you probably publish. And uh, we just want to say God bless you. Hey, please leave us a five-star review as well. It helps people find us. And uh, hope to see you tomorrow. So God bless. We love you. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening very much.